RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has promised to provide all necessary assistance for her successor, John Lee. The CE-elect's campaign manager says people have become more accepting of Mr Lee since he decided to run for Hong Kong's top job. And leaders of the G7 industrialised nations pledge to step up their support for Ukraine. The outgoing Chief Executive Carrie Lam says a system of patriots administering Hong Kong has been completely established following the election of John Lee as the city's next leader. Speaking alongside her successor, Mrs Lam pledged to offer whatever help Mr Lee needs to form a new government. In the remaining days of uh, this term of government, we will render uh, John uh, every assistance that he needs to uh, form a new government and uh, including, of course, uh, the uh, much talked about uh, reorganization of the government uh, structure. At the same time, I and my administration will continue to fight this uh, COVID-19 epidemic in order to enable the people of Hong Kong to return to normal life as soon as possible and also to lay a strong foundation for the resumption of quarantine travel into the mainland. Mr Lee, for his part, said the CE elect office has begun working on the proposed plan to reorganise the government structure. The current proposal has already taken various relevant factors into account and the suggestions are detailed. We exchange views on certain elements in the package. I shall reflect on those views and colleagues in the CE elects office will be discussing in detail with the colleagues of the C office ASAP. Meanwhile, John Lee's campaign manager Tam Yo Chung has brushed off concern that Mr Lee's low popularity rating while serving as chief secretary might affect his governance. Speaking on an RTHK programme, Mr Tam said it seems people have become more accepting of Mr Lee after he decided to run for the top job, as they look forward to him leading society in its recovery from the COVID pandemic. Mr Tam noted there were eight votes against Mr Lee and four invalid ballots among the 1,428 cast in Sunday's election. Sometimes it's very hard to achieve 100%, but among more than 1,400 people, a 99.16% support rate is already priceless. After all, among so many people, perhaps an extremely small group of people have their own views, and we respect that. For those who did not show support, it will become the motivation for us to do better. Infectious disease expert Joseph Zhang says the government should consider requiring people to show a negative rapid test result before entering places where masks are exempted, such as restaurants. Dr Zhang was speaking on RTHK after a cluster of infections linked to a Yunlong restaurant grew to more than 10 people. We ask visitors to the hospitals to show their rapid antigen test results of the day of visit because we are very worried they may be asymptomatic patients. Children also need to do rapid tests before going to school. I don't know if the government will, after what happened in the Yunnan restaurant, require people to show a negative result before entering the scheduled premises where they can take their masks off in order to prevent such incidents from happening again.
Shanghai Municipal Authorities reported 11 new COVID-19 related deaths on Monday, up from eight the day before. It also reported 3,947 new infections. And new coronavirus infections reported in Beijing on Monday were down by a fifth from Sunday to 49 cases, state broadcaster CCTV said. Leaders of the G7 group of industrialized nations have promised to step up their support for Ukraine in its fight against Russia. After talks with President Zelensky, they also said they would impose further economic costs on Russia and phase out dependency on Russian energy. The BBC's James Reid reports. The G7 brings together four of the victorious powers from the Second World War with three of the losers. All are now united in their condemnation of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The statement said Vladimir Putin's unprovoked war of aggression had brought shame on Russia and the historic sacrifices of its people. Speaking after the meeting, President Zelensky said Russia was imitating the evil that the Nazis brought to Europe. President Putin is likely to invoke the legacy of the Second World War to justify his actions when Russia celebrates Victory Day on Monday. He's always claimed that one aim of the invasion is to denazify Ukraine. However absurd that must seem to Ukrainians now sheltering from Russian bombs. A quick look at the weather, mainly cloudy with one or two showers. The temperature right now is 29 degrees, relative humidity 62%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has defended his government's decision to send weapons to Ukraine. In a televised address on the anniversary of the defeat of Nazi Germany, he said the main lesson Germany drew from the trauma of the Second World War was never again. But he said this now meant supporting Ukraine. He said fighting the aggression was one of the lessons le- learned after 1945. There will be no Russian dictated peace. Ukrainians will not accept this and neither will we. Rarely have we stood as united with our friends and partners as we do today. I'm deeply convinced that Putin will not win the war. Ukraine will persist. Freedom and security will triumph. The people of the Philippines are voting to choose a successor to President Rodrigo Duterte. The frontrunner is the former Senator Ferdinand Marcos Jr., the son of the late dictator who ruled the Philippines in the 1970s and 80s. The BBC's Howard Johnson is in Manila. This huge democratic undertaking began after polls opened at 6am local time. Voters spread across thousands of the country's islands began queuing early, aware that COVID-19 social distancing measures are expected to cause delays. So far, the election is running smoothly, but there are some early reports of malfunctioning counting machines and claims of vote buying. Both have been flagged to the authorities. Polls will close at 7pm local time, with cumulative vote tallies expected to be released hours later. Pakistan's climate minister says the summer heat that has come months earlier than usual has been melting glaciers in the Himalayas, leading to what's known as glacial lake outburst floods. Sherry Remond told the BBC a bridge had been flooded on the Karakoram Highway this weekend. She said this had become a regular occurrence, with Pakistan's glaciers losing 17% of their ice mass. She said agriculture was also suffering. Food production and particularly crops such as rice and wheat are impacted, including sugar. We used to literally export uh, all these crops, I mean, all these staples, commodities, and now we're importing them to, to feed our population. 
Football Now and Manchester City have shrugged off their disappointment at last week's defeat to Real Madrid in the Champions League by crushing Newcastle 5-0. That puts them three points clear at the top in England after Liverpool drew with Spurs on Saturday. They're also four better off in goal difference. Here's Pep Guardiola. The margin for Liverpool is so tight, so and the goal difference can happen. So, and and we didn't play the second half to score the goals, but we can score it, score it. And you know, you can. Wilson has a big chance, it's an incredible save from Eddie to to go through one after going five zero. So important was the win, of course, because it depends on that. But of course, goal difference in that stage what happens is so important. Arsenal's chances of qualifying for the Champions League were boosted by their 2-1 win over Leeds at the Emirates Stadium. Four points clear in fourth place with three games in hand. They can, secu- they can secure a top-four finish if they beat Tottenham Hotspur on Thursday. Here's Mikel Arteta. We controlled the game really well. It didn't have any moments where they could run at us or create any chance, but this is the league. And when you don't score the third or the fourth wall, that's it. we had the chances to do it. Out of a set piece, we considered uh, a goal, and then becomes nervy because you know what you are playing for, and then you start to defend that result. And uh, yeah, we suffer much more than when we needed. That result leaves Leeds in the relegation zone after Everton came from behind to beat Leicester 2-1 and gained the points they need to beat the drop. West Ham crushed Norwich 4-0. And finally, Formula One and Max Verstappen held off Ferrari driver and championship leader Charles Leclerc to win the first ever Miami Grand Prix. Leclerc's Ferrari teammate Carlos Sanz finished third in the race. To end the news, the top stories once again. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has promised to provide all necessary assistance for her successor, John Lee. The CE-elect campaign manager says people have become more accepting of Mr Lee since he decided to run for Hong Kong's top job. And leaders of the G7 industrialised nations pledge to step up their support for Ukraine. The news from RTHK. Thanks, Vicky. Good afternoon. It's an extended morning brew through until two o'clock.
the sound of the 70s all right wasn't he barry white from 74 and you're the first the last my everything yes good afternoon this is james ross with you till two and a whole lot of music between now and then Turn the dial. 